Good morning, everybody. Thank you for taking the time to join with us in prayer tonight. Or should I say this morning, depending on where you are joining us from. Thank you for taking the time to be here. We believe that God has an agenda and that God has an assignment for our gathering as we get into the place of prayer. Let us believe that God is going to do something great and mighty as we pray. Something significant is going to happen, not only for us, but something significant is going to happen on behalf of those that we are praying for those who we are standing in the gap for and above all we are also going to be changed not just in terms of our situations being changed our issues being addressed and being deliberated on by God, but we individually are going to be transformed. I believe the Word of God, when it says that there's nothing that remains the same in His presence, in prayer we are transformed, in prayer we are changed, our perceptions are shifted, our understanding is altered, we understand better, we see better, we perceive better. Let me just read this verse for you, just to reiterate that point before we get into the place of prayer and really, really engage with what heaven has. We are not on our own agenda, but we are on heaven's agenda. Somebody just say, Amen. If you agree that we are on the agenda of heaven concerning our prayer, I want to read for you Psalm 73. Psalm 73 just begins by saying, Surely God is good to Israel. I'm reading from the Berean Study Bible. Surely God is good to Israel, to those who are pure in heart. But as for me, my feet had almost stumbled, my steps had nearly slipped, for I envied the arrogant when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. They have no struggle in their death, their bodies are well fed, they are free of the burdens others carry, they are not afflicted like other men, therefore pride is their necklace, a garment of violence covers them, from their prosperity proceeds iniquity, the imaginations of their hearts run wild, they mock and speak with malice, with arrogance they threaten oppression, they set their mouths against the heavens and they their tongues strut across the earth. So their people return to this place and drink up waters in abundance. The wicked say, how can God know? Does the Most High have knowledge? Behold, these are the wicked, always carefree, always carefree. As they increase their wealth, Surely in vain I have kept my heart pure, in innocence I have washed my hands, for I am afflicted all day long and punished every morning. If I had said I will speak this way, then I would have betrayed your children. When I tried to understand all this, it was troublesome in my sight, I want you to note that verse, this is verse number 16 and 17, 
says, When I tried to understand all this, it was troublesome in my sight until I entered God's sanctuary. Then I discerned their end. Surely you have set them on slick ground. You cast them down into ruin. How suddenly they are laid west, completely swept away by terrors, like one waking from a dream. So you, O Lord, awaken and despise their form. When my heart was grieved and I was pierced within, I was senseless and ignorant. I was a brute beast before you, yet I am always with you. You hold my right hand. You guide me with your counsel and let her receive me in glory. Whom have I in heaven but you? And on earth I desire no one besides you. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Those far from you will surely perish. You destroy all who are unfaithful to you. But as for me, but as for me, but as for me, it is good to draw near to God. I have made the Lord God my refuge that I may proclaim all your works. I want to read verse number 26. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Somebody just say hallelujah. God is my portion. God is my is the strength of my heart and my portion, not just for a season, not just for a moment, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. He is our portion. He is our strength forever, the strength of our heart forever. So sometimes we get through seasons where there are afflictions that come our way. We see people around us, things seem to be going their way, people that are not walking uprightly before God. And when we look at them and consider their ways and consider the things that they seem to be gaining, it seems as if we're engaged in a fruitless exercise of pursuing God. But Asaph in that chapter said, but when I went to the house of God, this is from the King James Version. When I went to the house of God, then finally understood I when, they, when I saw their end, that I went to the house of God, I was, I was afflicted, I was, I was confused, I was discouraged because I saw that I'm trying to live uprightly before God, but those who are not living uprightly before God seem to have everything going on for them. They seem to have everything together. They suffer no lack. The King James Version 
theologian says their eyes are fat. They have everything that they need. They eat, they live lavishly. But he says, when I saw that I was envious of the wicked, my feet almost went under me. I almost fell. I almost left the right path to follow the way of the wicked. But then I went to the house of God. And when I went to the house of God, I finally understood when God showed me their end. When God showed me their end, that they may enjoy everything here, but God will not receive them in glory. Somebody say hallelujah. But it says in this life, in this life, God is walking with me. God is leading me in this life that he will also receive me in glory when my time comes. So there is an advantage. I want to say to somebody before we pray tonight, do not be discouraged in whatever you are doing. Do not be discouraged in doing what is right before God. You may not see the results immediate. You may not see the benefit at this present moment, but God will receive you in glory. God will receive receive you in glory all by himself. He will lead you in parts of righteousness in this present day. And he will also receive, I, I, I'm encouraged already that God will receive me in glory at the end of my days. Therefore, I have every incentive in this day to walk uprightly before God. I have every incentive in this day to live my life in a way that is pleasing to God. And sometimes I may see the things that are happening in the world and I might be tempted to go forth but I have to find myself in the house of God that I may be able to receive a discernment to be able to know that I cannot keep on doing the way that the wicked do things because their end is swift and their end has no hope somebody say hallelujah for God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever Father, we come before you this hour, acknowledging that indeed the heavens are your throne and the earth is your footstool. You have dominion, authority, and power in this realm, even in dimensions that are yet to come, dimensions of time but are yet to come. You have dominion. Your glory, God, is from generation to generation. You are God from everlasting to everlasting. Yes, O oh God, a psalmist was right when he declared that the heavens are your throne and the earth is your footstool. God, the earth is yours and the fullness thereof and they that dwell therein, O oh God, they belong to you. Tonight, O oh God, in this hour of prayer, we acknowledge you are God all by yourself. There is nobody who is above you, nor is there anybody who is beside you. You are God all by yourself. Father, we are reminded that in that day when you made a covenant with Abraham, you could not find anybody that you could swear by. You could not find anybody else who hold you accountable to the promise that you were giving Abraham. And God, you swore by yourself that you will uphold the account, the, 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 the commitments that are in the covenant that you are making with Abraham. Abraham, the promises you were making, and God, you chose to hold yourself accountable to your word, your word that does not return to you void, your word that accomplishes
accomplishes everything that you send it to do. Your word that prospers in all things that you have given it as an assignment. Father, as we pray tonight, there may be some who are discouraged right now, who are striving to live their lives in ways that are pleasing to you. Yet it seems as if the world is hostile to them. Yes, the world is hostile to them precisely because they are living uprightly before you, O God. But God, as the psalmist declared when Asaph was writing, that God, you are the strength of our hearts and you are our portion forever. God, uphold us in this day and in this hour by your mighty hand. Preserve, O God, our hope. Preserve, O God, our strength even in the days of adversity, in the days of pain. Somebody say hallelujah when I say that. The Lord just reminded me of a thought that crossed my mind today. It's a thought that crossed my mind today and that thought was lingering in my heart that though I may be in a season where I'm mindful of the scripture that says weeping may endure for a night but joy comes in the morning. I am mindful of that scripture yet it seems as if in the days of my life, in the days and the seasons I'm living in, it seems as if the night season is taking a little bit longer to come to an end even though I have the hope but I'm waiting for the morning to come for my joy to come in the morning the night season seems to be lingering longer but I am comforted in this very thought that God is not just the God of the morning season but God is also the God of the night season when things seem are seemingly dark around us when things are seemingly dark around me I know that my my God is with me in the midst of the darkness. And I know that my God will bring me to that season when the night season comes to an end. It may take long, it may tarry, but I know that it won't last forever. God will deliver me. God will cause me to rejoice even in the midnight hour. And when I thought about that, I remembered that song that Fred Hammond sang when he said, late in the midnight hour, God is turning it around. God is turning it around. That God, there may be a great darkness that surrounds me when I do not know where I'm coming or where I'm going. When I do not see, oh God, what move I have to make and what step I have to take. God, because darkness surrounds me. Confusion, oh God, clouds my mind. But I know that I know that I know that you have given me a hope that you have assured me that I walk not by I sight, O God, though my eyes may fail me, your word, O God, upholds me. Somebody say, Hallelujah. The word of God will uphold me even in the night season. God will comfort me even in the night season. God will commune with me even in the night season. When things are not going my way, I know that God is always with me. God is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. 
God will never leave me when the heat is on. God will never leave me when the battle turns fierce, but God will be with me. I want us to pray tonight to remember that God is our portion. Somebody say hallelujah. God is our portion. God is our fortress. God is our refuge. God is our shield. God is the one who is leading us and guiding us. And God has never failed in doing what he promised to do. Father, we thank you that you are watching over us day and night. Even in those seasons, oh God, when things do not make any sense around us, you are an ever-present help, oh God. You are present to help us and carry us. And Father, I want to encourage somebody tonight that they may not grow weary in well-doing because there is a season that is coming where they shall reap, O God, if they do not faint. I pray for the strength of God to come over them, O God, that they will not be wearied to the point of giving up in the night season. Or I feel this prayer is just to encourage somebody who is in a night season that God will bring you out. God will deliver you. God will turn your night season into a morning season. God will turn your pain and your affliction into a greater joy. Somebody say hallelujah because he said by the Apostle Paul in Romans 8, 28 that all things are working together for your good. He said by the Apostle Paul in Ephesians 3 verse number 20. He says that we know, he says, now unto him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly above all we could ever ask or think. Surely God is my strength. God is the strength of my heart. God is my portion forever. God, as long as I'm with you, the night season may tarry, but God, your hand and your word, they comfort me. God, you are my joy even in the midst of pain you are the one who is able to turn my tears of sorrow into tears of joy God from my test oh God you are the one who is able to give me a testimony from my mess oh God you are the one who is able to bring forth a message that will help others oh God I pray that tonight somebody will find encouragement somebody will find strength to say God has not given up on me. God is writing a testimony in my life. God is preserving a message for me. I know that God, there are doors I've been waiting for. Doors I've been knocking on. God, you will deliver me. God, you will bring me out. You will open doors that need to be opened and no man will shut the doors that you are opening. And God, you will shut doors that no man can open. God, I open doors in my foolishness. I open doors in my envy. I open doors in my wickedness, O God. Within myself, I have no strength. Within myself, I have no capacity to shut the doors that I opened, O God, knowingly or unknowingly. But God, I thank you. I thank you for your grace that you are able to shut doors that I opened. Somebody say hallelujah. That God is able to shut doors that I opened in my ignorance, in my zeal, in my desire, I open doors that have afflicted me, but God has stepped in and shut the doors that's, that's afflicted me. Oh God,
God, you have caused me to rejoice. David said, I will look up unto the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord. God is rising up. He is shutting doors that I opened, doors that have caused me pain. God is shutting those doors for me. I thank you. I praise you, O God, for all that you have done. And I am reminded of when the verse says, Who is man that you are mindful of him? Who am I, O God, that the one who made the heavens and the earth will step into time to shut doors that I opened in my ignorance? When I thought I was wise in my own ways, I put myself in a place of distress. I put myself in a place of pain. Yet, God, you came. You came. You came to deliver me. You came to restore me. You came to heal me. How marvelous you are, O God. How wonderful you are, O God. When the world said, I am done. When the world said, I am finished, O God. Because there is no one who can deliver me from my affliction. God, you stepped in. Somebody say hallelujah. God stepped in and brought deliverance. God stepped in and delivered you from your mess. God stepped in and delivered you from your pain. God stepped in and delivered you from your affliction. Why? Not because you were able to pay him, but because he loved you. He has got so much grace and so much mercy. And he came to deliver you out of your own mess. Came to deliver you out of your own pain. That's how wonderful God is. Oh, when I think about the goodness of God, my soul rejoices. When I think of all the things that God has done for me, a hallelujah rises up in my spirit. When I think of all that God has brought me through, there is a song of thanksgiving and gratitude in my heart. And I can say to God, oh, I hear that song, to God be the glory. To God be the glory. To God be the glory. To God be the glory for all the things that he has done. To God be the glory. And I hear that song again. Amazing grace. How sweet the sound. Amazing grace. How sweet the sound. The grace of God that saved a wretch like me. The grace of God that came to open up my eyes that I might say now I see how glorious how magnificent how mighty is our God he is great in all his ways he is great in all his ways. He is great in all his ways. Sometimes you, we just need to take the time, not just to say, God, thank you, but just to say, God, I am glad for who you are to me. I am glad that you are God. I am glad that you are my deliverer. I am glad that you are the God of my salvation. I rejoice because you are the God of our breakthrough. We bless your name because you are our God. We rejoice in you 
because of you. Oh, how great you are, oh God. How marvelous you are, oh God. In all your dealings with us, oh God, you have erred towards mercy and grace, oh God. How great and marvelous you are, oh God. In the name of Jesus. Listen, I want to let you know the secret here. God is able to heal. God is able to deliver. God is able able to save ah karabashu do do banduru and I want, I, 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 I want to put this thought in your mind that God's strength, God's strength does not diminish. God's strength does not diminish. There is no situation or circumstance we ever face in life that overwhelms our God. There is no great darkness that can ever come and resist us that can overwhelm our God. God is so great. God is so great. That when he shows up, darkness has to flee. Somebody say hallelujah. When he shows up, when he shows up, when he shows up, things have to change. And the most amazing thing about that verse is that God does not come to command the darkness to leave. God just shows up and darkness knows its place. It just leaves. That's how great God is. That's how great God is. And I want to tell somebody here tonight, you may be finding yourself in a situation right now where you are saying, God, I do not know what to do. Maybe I've been going about this thing wrongly. God, I do not see the point of worshiping you. I do not see the point of serving you because it seems as if the more I try, the more affliction comes my way. And I saw that those, I see that those who are not serving you seem to be prospering. I want you to remember what Asaph said. He said, when I went to the house of God, I was able to discern. I was able to see their end, and lo and behold, I am okay where I am. I'm okay where I am. So now, in your affliction, I want to say this, in your affliction, the reason, the reason, the reason, the reason why it is so hard to live in a place of affliction, to live in a place of pain, is that God was looking out for you, but you do not have any reason to shout, you have no reason to rejoice, because nothing seems to be going your way. But I want to encourage you that this word of God says, in all things give thanks. Somebody say hallelujah in First Thessalonians. In all things give thanks. This is the will of God for your life. So in your affliction to lighten up the Lord, in your affliction to lessen the pain, in your affliction to minimize the frustration, give thanks unto God. Give thanks unto God. Give thanks unto God to say, God, I thank you that in the midnight hour you are with me. God, we thank you that in our pain, you are there in our affliction. You are present. You are preserving us. You are holding us by your hand, oh God, and you are leading us. You are leading us. 
you are leading us 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 and here's the great thing about it in god leading you i know that the enemy is going to try to derail god's plans concerning us the enemy wants us to be because in ashuda baka you have to understand that god does not have rebellion in him god will not leave the promise that he has given because he is god we are the ones who are most liable to be able to rebel from god so the enemy comes tries to entice us to rebel from god how does he come and attempt to he comes to tempt us he's going to bring the prosperity of the wicked we are going to see it we are going to see the assuming gain and we are almost going to be attracted to that because it seems as if they have an easy life but when i see the end when i see the end that in their wickedness god will not receive them in glory but if i walk with god even in my affliction if i trust god if i magnify god if i glorify god even in my affliction he one day will receive me in glory he will receive me in glory can i just go a little bit deeper here for you just to give you this insight here that god is just sharing with me in my spirit you have to understand that your thanksgiving is not predicated on the things that have already been done oh i hope you hear that if your thanksgiving if your giving thanks is only anchored on the things that god has done then you have no reason to give god thanks for the things you haven't seen yet the things you haven't experienced yet but your thanksgiving is not only anchored in what god has done but your thanksgiving is anchored in the hope which he has to do with the future your thanksgiving is also predicated on the things that are going to happen in the future those things that are going to happen in the future are not based on your imagination they're not based on your lucid dreams but those things that are going to happen in the future they're anchored in the promise that God has given you in the present and God guarantees that what he has promised you is going to become your reality what god has promised you is going to become your reality or oh, i hope you hear that so my hope my giving thanks as i said is not predicated or anchored in the things i'm going through right now the joy the pain the sorrow but my joy my hope my faith my thanksgiving is predicated on the promise that god has given me knowing that those things one day shall become my reality therefore bible say, the bible says faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things that are not yet seen because god has spoken them to me that is evidence that those things are present that is evidence that those things are coming my way therefore my thanksgiving is predicated on the promise that god has given me all the wicked may seem to be doing well but god has promised me he will receive me in glory therefore i say god I I give you thanks. Can I just I feel something moving just to tell somebody in your midnight hour lift up your head magnify glorify and exalt your God. Oh, don't let the enemy rob you of your thanks. Don't let the enemy rob you of your praise. Praise him in your pain. 
praise him in your affliction. Give thanks unto God for this is his will for your life. In all things, God, I thank you. I may be laying down in the bed of affliction, but I thank you. I praise you. I glorify you. I exalt you. God, you have been good. God, you have been faithful. Oh, God has been good. God has, oh, I feel something moving in my spirit just to say, God, you have been good to me. God, you have been good to me. You have been good to me. You have been, oh, shit. God, you have been so good to me. In my pain, God has been good. In my affliction, God has been good. In my suffering, God has been good. In my rejoicing, God has been good. I have every reason to give thanks because he is God. I thank you. I bless your holy name, O oh God. And I remember there's a song by the Williams brothers that sang a while back again. It just says, listen, if you don't have to, if you don't do anything for me at all, I'm just paraphrasing it. Just I just want to say thank you. I just want to 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 thank you. Even if God, you do not do anything else for me in this life, you have been good. 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 You have been good to me. You have been good to me. And I say to myself, God, you have brought me this far. You have brought me this far. You have brought me this far. You have brought me this far never to leave me. You have brought me this far, God, never to forsake me. You have been so good to me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for all that you have done for me. Thank you. Listen, several things are going through my mind at this present moment. And one of the things that is crossing my mind right now is that there are things that God has done for me that I never asked for. Because those things never crossed my mind that I would need them. But God did them anyway. There are places I never thought I would be qualified to enter into, but God qualified me anyway. There are times when I realize that there's nobody who can help me. And I did not have the strength to cry out for help. 
Yet God showed up and helped me anyway. Sometimes there are seasons of loss that I've had to endure. And I could not cry out for help to God because I felt I was unworthy. Yet he showed up anyway and comforted me. He's worthy of it all. He's worthy of it all. He's worthy of it all. Worthy of my praise. Worthy of my gratitude. He has been good to me. He has been good to me. I don't care what anybody else says, but God has been good to me. God has been good to me. God has been good to me. Listen, there, there are times when, oh, sometimes you are, you are called to walk this path of life. You are called to walk this path of life. And as you are walking this path of life, you make choices that are strange in the sight of many. Choices that are strange in the sight of many. It seems as if you are losing everything for to walk in the light in the path that God has set for you that doesn't seem to be profitable to you in every regard. And you go through those seasons of being looked down on, being talked about. Because it seems as if you've made the wrong choices. But he has opened up my eyes to see a greater reality. And I'm reminded of the, the Apostle Paul when he said, All the things I once considered as gain, I realized they have no value. One translation says, They are, they, they are so as worthless as cow dung. That's what it says. Dog dung, they're not worth anything. I used to pursue my life, to spend my life pursuing those things, but God opened up my eyes for me to see that that is not where my treasure is. Because God, I ask, I hope you forgive me, I'm just reminiscing that song, My Treasure, My Priority. You are my treasure, my priority. God is my treasure, and God is my priority. There are sacrifices that we have had to make in the days that have gone by, sacrifices that we have had to make. And what keeps us sane in light of the sacrifice we have made is our gaze that is upon him. That when we made the sacrifice that we made, we did not gain anything that man could call gain. But I stand and I declare that every sacrifice I've made for God has been worth it. It has been worth it. 
It has been worth it. It has been worth it. And I realized something today. I realized something today. That the greatest thing a man could ever do in this life is to tell somebody about the goodness of God. Is to tell somebody about the goodness of God. I may not have a million dollars, but I can tell you about somebody who will save you and receive you in glory when the end comes. I want to tell somebody about somebody who will love you when nobody else loves you. Somebody who will watch over you when nobody loves you. That's how good your God has been. And I say, God, I won't complain. God, living this life for you has been worth it. It has been worth every moment. It has been worth every moment. If I had a chance to do it over again, I will do it over and over and over again because God, it is worth it. It is worth it. It is worth it. It is worthy. It is worthy. It is worthy. It is worthy. Well, that was just Pastor Perkins on 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 a memory lane, but I just want to let you know God has been good. Let me shift my little assignment before I go back to Psalm 73. And we're going to see, Cassandra, I pray for God to bless you. I pray for God to break down doors that have been standing before you in the name of Jesus. The enemy has tried, but today I pray may God break down those doors of limitations, every wall that has been set around you. May God break it down and give you the grace to walk through it. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. The reason why I'm saying this is because I woke up this morning and that was the name in my spirit to say, pray for Cassandra. And I say, God, whatever, 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 whatever. God, I do not care, but I know you are moving in the midst. Whatever the enemy is trying to do, God, I declare strength and grace. I declare that victory is being established in the name of Jesus. That the woundedness of hurt and pain, God is going to heal. He is going to restore in the name of Jesus. That the thing that you have lost, God is going to restore. That which the enemy has stolen from you, God is going to restore in the name of Jesus. May the Lord give you double for your shame. May God bring total healing to your pain in the name of Jesus. You have suffered so much loss in the days that have gone by, but I pray that the God of restoration, the God of restoration, the God of restoration will restore everything that you have lost. The day when you have cried may God give you joy the tears you have cried may God 
turn them into tears of joy in the name of Jesus. And may God supply all your needs according to his riches in glory. May God supply all your needs. Some needs you have told God, some needs you haven't spoken, but God is saying provision is coming, my daughter. Provision is coming. Provision is coming. Provision is coming. Provision is coming. Provision is coming in the name of Jesus. Now, some of you may be wondering, why is he praying for Cassandra? I haven't spoken. I haven't, I haven't heard from her in a while, but I felt in my spirit that I have to pray for her this morning. And I'm just saying, God, I thank you for the opportunity to say there is an intercession going forth before God concerning her because God, there is something that you are about to do in her life. You are about to show yourself mighty. You are about to show yourself glorious on her behalf. And I say, God, let it be according to your word. Let it be according to what you have desired, oh God. Be according to what you have revealed for your praise and for your glory in the name of Jesus. 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 In the name that is above any other name, God, I declare that it is so. You have heard our cry. You have heard our prayer. You have called us to stand in the gap for how God we have done. And let something now shift. Let not something now change for your praise and for your glory in Jesus name 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 somebody say hallelujah in Jesus name in Jesus name in Jesus name in Jesus name Angeletta I pray for the grace of God to come over you the grace of God to come over you the grace of God to come over you I've heard your cry I've seen your tears may God step in and change situations around you in the name of Jesus. We have been saying that the night season has been long. The night season has been long. You have been waiting for the morning season. And I hear something in my spirit saying the night season is coming to an end concerning your situations. The night season is coming to an end. I pray for the breaking of the dawn. I pray for the light of God to shine and bring the morning season into your life. Yes, 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 joy is on the way in the name of Jesus. She may not be here. It is okay. I just want to speak that word into the atmosphere that God, if that word is being declared, a spirit is receiving it. Night is coming to an end that the morning is on the way in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I thank you, God. I praise you. Kura basanda rabaudia tora basander. Raya bronda bakaria do siria bakanda brosuria ba. Rebraya kadayes keria bondere bahai. Ikarabashiki ando bredugusia. Mande brotukia basidiandes. Maikon brekudias rabakiri sede. Ikarabande rebosia baki de rea sara.
in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Shakarabos de Keriaba. Ebraia kunda basi keriando de kiri sala. E kumbre kuraba. E darabason perekura basi dihia. E karabarando serekiaba prediusia batande kiri seri kiri 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 sa. Ah, Teresia loco bushitita. E bras de keriando serekiri kiriabanda kiri serekira. In the name of Jesus, McCray, 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 McCray. God heal, God restore, God heal, God restore in the name of Jesus. And the thing that I hear in my spirit, the thing that I hear in my spirit, McCray, just says this, it's not a cycle. It's not a cycle. This is a repeating pattern. It's not a cycle. It's a repeating pattern. God will show his glory. 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 That's all I hear. God will show his glory. And he's just saying, it's not a pattern. It's not a pattern. It's not a pattern. It's not a pattern. But God is going to show forth his glory that in what you have been through, God will be glorified. God will be magnified. God will be exalted because God is going to do a wonder concerning you, a wonder concerning you. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, God, I declare that it is so. Sealed, show forth your glory, your might, and your power. Somebody say hallelujah, your might, and your power. Now, there, I know that I, I'm, the names I'm giving you, the names that are coming in my spirit, I, didn't, I haven't spoken this word in terms of I'm going to pray for you. They didn't send me a prayer request whatsoever, but I just felt compelled by the Spirit to speak that, to speak that, to speak that, to say, it is so, it is so, it is so. Now, I know that you are right now, there's somebody whose names I did not mention. I don't know what you're going through, but the Spirit does. But I need you to do me a favor. Just do me a favor. Just do me a favor. It's an exercise of faith. Somebody just say, faith works. Faith works. Faith works. Faith works. I want you, you, where you are praying right now, I want you just to stand where you're praying right now. Just stand where you're praying if you're able to. Just stand where you are right now. Stand where you are right now. And here's what we're going to do in this particular place. We are going just to make a declaration. Then I'll tell you what to do after the declaration. It's just to say, God, I acknowledge. Open up your mouth and say that with me. God, I, ag- I, ag- I acknowledge that I'm, stand- that I'm standing here. I acknowledge that I'm in this place. 
that I'm in this place right now. It may, it may not be comfortable, but I'm, in, but I'm in this place right now. But I will not be in this, in this place forever. So now, so now, by your spirit, I declare that I'm moving into a new place in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. So now, all you're going to do all you're going to do, I told you to stand. All you're going to do, you are going to take a step with the left, right, backwards or front, whichever you can. Just take a step. Just take a step. Just take a step. Once you have taken the step now, this is what you're going to do. God, I thank you that I am not where I used to be. I thank you for the new place that you have brought me into. I declare now that I belong To the new place that you brought me into. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. So now just give God thanks for shifting you into a new place. Just give Him praise, give Him glory, give Him honor. <laughs> So when, when you are giving God thanks now, you have to have this excitement. I cannot wait to see the new things you've brought me into. I cannot wait to see the new advantages you've brought into my life. I cannot wait to see the new blessings you are bestowing upon me. I cannot wait, oh God, to see the doors you have already opened. I, I cannot wait, oh God, to see the things you are bringing into my I cannot wait. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah. Let me read this verse, this verse for you again, and I'll be done. Asaph said, when I saw the prosperity of the wicked, my feet almost went under me. But when I went to the house of God, I saw and I understood the end. Here's what I, what I want to read for you. Verse number 26. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. 
and verse number 28. Number 28. That Psalm 73, verse number 20 from the Berry and Study Bible. But as for me, it is good to draw near to God. I have made the Lord my God, the Lord God, my refuge, that I may proclaim all your works. But as for me, it is good to draw near to God. <laughs> Not for somebody else, but as for me, as for me, as for me, it is good to draw near to God. I have made the Lord God my refuge that I may proclaim all your works. But as for me, but as for me, it is good that I draw near to God. As for me. Hallelujah. God, you are worthy of all praise, worthy of all glory, worthy of all adoration. Thank you for all that you've done for us. Thank you for the new place you brought us into. Thank you for the things you've broken down. Thank you for the things you've assured up. Thank you for the things you've firmed up. Thank you for the things you have established for us. Father, we give you glory, we give you honor, we give you praise. In the name of our Lord and Savior, somebody say amen. Amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. Amen, amen, amen.